The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way. A voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight his paths. John the Baptist appeared in the desert, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. People of the whole Judean countryside and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. John was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. He fed on locust and wild honey. And this is what he proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the throngs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, here we are on the second Sunday of Advent already, and we thank Anna Cornelius and her family for lighting the second Advent candle on our Advent wreath, representing all of our families here at St. Luke. In a, in a small town, there were three churches and one bar. The saloon owner was an atheist, And this non-believer allowed his watering hole to be the focal point for raucous behavior, drunken fights, sinful trouble of all kinds. The church members tried about everything to shut the bar down, but nothing worked. Finally, one Sunday, all three churches joined in prayer to get the terrible tavern closed. That same night... Lightning struck the bar, it burned to the ground. The insurance policy on the building specifically excluded acts of God. Electrical storms are acts of God, so insurance refused to pay. The atheist tavern owner sued the churches. He claimed they conspired with God to destroy his business. The church members claimed they had nothing to do with the fire. The confused judge said, Well, here we have the plaintiff, an atheist, 
who maintains he believes in the power of prayer. And we have the defendants, the parishioners, who claim they do not believe in the power of prayer. Case dismissed. Christianity has fallen on hard times. Christ is having a rough time today in our own country. Founded on Christian principles, God seems to be classified as an illegal alien. Christ's own birthday, the most celebrated holiday on the calendar, is today met with opposition. We have to be inclusive. We don't want to offend anyone. No Merry Christmas. Now we're asked to go with the generic Happy Holidays. Many schools no longer take Christmas vacation. Today the term is winter break. People want to keep Christ out of his own birthday. People recite the Pledge of Allegiance but leave out the words under God. During the pandemic, when we most need the divine physician, officials classify churches as non-essential. Ignoring God makes no sense, doesn't add up. You know, take the British author George Bernard Shaw. Someone asked him if he belonged to a church, and Shaw replied, no, I am an atheist, and I thank God every day for it. If Christmas without Christ is ridiculous, then so is life without Christ. Research shows religion has a definite positive influence on the daily lives of Americans. The Pew Research Center found that people who are highly religious are more engaged with their extended families, more likely to volunteer, more involved in their communities, and generally happier with the way things are going in their lives. No wonder many people are unhappy these days. Our Lord has gone from being God to just another thing that divides people. Yet, we can all exclude Christ. Everybody can be a part-time atheist. Leaving our Lord out in public makes the news, but at times we leave him out in private. Christians are all up in arms over taking Christ out of Christmas. We should be. Yet before we point our fingers at the Civil Liberties Union or the courts, we need to look at ourselves. We should ask ourselves, is Christ always welcome in our lives? Or just some of the time? Honestly ask ourselves if he is really welcome everywhere. At times, God is just invited in certain places or at certain times. God can be like the relatives over the holidays. We can only take so much. We refer to the separation of church and state, but we also have the separation of God and daily life. Gospel values are one thing. Our personal lives are another. We claim the Lord is welcome in our homes, 
That is, until Christ or his church tries to tell us what to do. We're like the guy who said he would never buy a sleep number bed. Why? Well, because they stand behind everything they sell. We always don't want Christ or his church or his moral precepts standing behind us, watching everything in our private lives. We know the way that leads to the Lord, but we can all let ourselves be sidetracked. Well, we'll be back. From time to time, we leave God out of our lives. When Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI became the Pope, his theme was open the doors. Open the doors to Christ. We must open all of our doors all the time. Christians must be open to Christ, not just sometimes, but all the time. John the Baptist told the people, prepare the way of the Lord. And he is coming again at the end of time. It's wise to be prepared. The only reason there is no nativity scene on government property in our nation's capital is that they have never ever been able to find three wise men in Washington. (laughs) Yet we can think it is wise to leave God out in selected areas of our lives. And it's likely those areas in our lives are likely the same areas where things are not going well. Leaving God out is not a wise preparation for eternity. A famous bishop was dying. He allowed no visitors. But the bishop did allow in one man, an atheist, an adversary he often argued with. He told his surprised doctor, Well, I believe that I shall see many of my friends in heaven, but this might be the last time I'll get to see this guy. Repent. Go to confession. Tell God we regret not wanting him around at times. Dismantle the roadblocks that leave God out. Straighten out those crooked paths that lead to sin while we claim to be on our way to meet God. Leave our lives open for God. Christ, taken out of Christmas, holidays are generic, non-religious. Religion is classified as non-essential. Christians are outraged. But we can all do it privately. We say we want Christ in our lives, but only to a point. Christ can come back later, but make a detour for now. This Advent season... As we prepare for Christmas, take time to admit this can be true in our lives. Ask Christ to forgive us for the times when we wanted to leave him out. The atheists, the ACLU, some legislators want to leave God out. At times, we are not much different. We're all guilty. But when Christ comes again, let's hope the case against us is also Dismissed.
May we rise and profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ.